What a beautiful Sunday it is. I'm so proud to be here with my congregation. Today we are going to answer questions that were left in the questionnaire box after last Sunday school. And I have not seen these yet. I'm going to pull these out one at a time and, uh, and do my best to answer them. Our first question comes from Anonymous, and it says, When I go to heaven, will I be reunited with my family? And, uh, of course, the answer to that is yes. You will be reunited with your family when you go to heaven. Next question. This one comes from Anonymous, and it says, When I go to heaven, will I be married to my current husband or my ex-husband? I hope neither. <laughs> uh, very funny. Um, I suspect I know who wrote this one because uh, you averted your eyes when I started reading this, Tara Lynn, and also this matches this handwriting of the first one. And Let's just move on to the next question. When I go to heaven, will I be a little girl or an old woman with hip dysplasia? Okay, now I know for sure who wrote these. And if y'all ain't going to take this seriously, then why should I take this seriously? I thought these were going to be pertinent questions about scripture, maybe the bake sale or something like that. Welcome to OneWord.com's podcast. Each episode revolves around one word. Today's word is reunion. people coming together a warm embrace that familiarity that deep down we all long for that feeling of connection that can only be built up across decades of shared laughter shared heartbreak shared pain if you think about the word it's actually pretty deep kind of spiritual it's like every day when you wake up you're like reuniting with the world with your psyche your true self reunion it's kind of an ugly word isn't it I don't know maybe I just have some hard feelings towards it because back in 1995 I was voted senior class vice president of our graduating class of 800 or something students and the biggest responsibility of the senior class officers was planning the class reunions for a lifetime. When kids run for student body president they should be given real clear information that they're going to be responsible for their high school reunion for the rest of their lives. So fast forward five years to 2001 I'm a year out of college with a full-time PR job and a 13-month-old crazy little girl and way too pregnant with a boy who would be born a month later, weighing in at 10 pounds, 6 ounces. So not feeling very great or looking great either. Planning this reunion, uh, the sole planner, because the other three chuckleheads were too busy or not to be found. So done and fun, but let's just say after I planned a few of those, I used the valid excuse of moving to the D.C. area from the Midwest to opt out of planning any more ever. And now I'm that person that doesn't even go. I can say from personal experience that uh, my student body president in high school did not get that memo. She 100% did not fulfill that requirement. And if we could go back in time, myself and others had said we wouldn't have probably voted for her. I mean, come on. Everybody loves to uh, reconnect with their classmates who they've purposely avoided for the last 10 to 50 years. 
you know, you get together with all the people you went to high school with and don't talk to anymore and awkwardly try to impress each other with, um, I don't know, Rolex watches. High school reunions. It's like they all have like a different angle, you know, like there's usually someone that has like a long lost love or someone you didn't take a chance on. And then there's some just like salesperson, someone in real estate, you know, just looking to make contacts there's something about growing up together that just creates this inexplicable bond. And even if it's been many years, you see that person and it's like you never missed a beat. I love that. Last year, uh, when I was visiting home in New York, maybe like 38 hours before getting to New York, I started a thread on Instagram with like a few of my friends going back to nursery school, elementary school, junior high school, high school. We all just met up in Long Island City, Queens, like looking at the skyline in Manhattan and just like had the best time. Social media helps a lot with feeling like you're up to date with people's lives. But getting together with those friends, it just felt so like family and like no beat skipped and picked up all where we left off and making the same jokes, same banter, so much fun. And yeah, I can't wait to do it again. Most of my reunions have been unwanted like I'm at Trader Joe's and there's some person I haven't seen in years for good reason. And I'm like in full stealth mode doing a, an army crawl to the cash register. Hi, this message is for Joanna. This is Mort Sepkowitz from Cassidy High School. I don't know if you remember me. Uh, the last time we spoke, I had just fallen from the gymnasium climbing rope and I had broken my clavicle. And, you know, we never really stayed in touch after that, but I've always been curious about what your life has been like. Our 30-year year reunion is coming up, and I'm, I wasn't going to go. But I thought, let me call up Joanna and find out if she's going to go, because if Joanna's coming, then I think I would increase the likelihood that I would go. I always wanted to tell you this. I never had the guts to do it, but in debate team, Whenever you would hand back your folder, I could always tell it was your folder by the way that it smelled. I've always wanted to tell you that. If you're at a high school reunion, you're for sure going to hear a lot of music, most likely the music that they played while you were in high school. However, there's two songs that I think about when I hear the word reunion. One is Mother and Child Reunion by Paul Simon, and the other is Reunited and It Feels So Good by Peaches and Herb, or Peaches and Herb, however you want to say it. I highly recommend reunion crashing. So this friend and I had gone out for sushi dinner at a strip mall slash banquet center. And we were just wandering around afterwards and heard some music coming down a walkway, so decided to investigate. There was a welcome sign in front of the banquet room door that said, Class of so-and-so, reunion, reception. It was a law school event. We looked at each other, shrugged, and walked in. And we got some awkward looks immediately from the small groups of legal eagles standing around with their cocktails. We decided the best approach to blend in would be to talk shop. So we did our best attorney impressions. And I remember his best line was, I love to litigate. 
After a while, we decided, hey, let's dance. No one else is on the dance floor. So we made use of the real estate with all kinds of our best moves, including pantomiming lasso throws across the dance floor and pulling each other in. Clearly not our first rodeo. Eventually we showed ourselves out. No one ever questioned us. And I'm only telling this story now because I think the statute of limitations on trespassing has expired. My best friend in elementary school, he came back to LA when we were 15 and he moved into a house, four houses down from me. And we started off being best friends throughout our high school years. So we were best friends through elementary school. Pause. And then he came back and we were best friends through all of high school. And that was like a reunion. One time I was helping plan a class reunion for high school and I thought it would be a great idea to ask the class before us what they had learned from their experience the year before. And their advice was do not do it on a boat. So apparently they had rented a charter boat and feedback was that people did not like it because if something went down, some hullabaloo or things were going to hit the fan or you just wanted to avoid somebody from your past on a boat, you had no way to do it. So I thought that was kind of funny because maybe that's what reunions are all about, avoiding people and uh, waiting for the fights to break out. Yeah, I can't imagine going to my high school reunion. I just feel like that was a different lifetime. I just feel like it was a dream. It seems like so long ago. I don't know what I would get out of going to that. It's a strange feeling. It's just like a feeling of like, why go back? Why look back? People are like, ah, the good old days. And I'm like, bitch, sorry you peaked in high school. Last freaking, uh, I don't know, Wednesday was way better than high school. For me anyway. My group of friends didn't want to actually go to the official high school reunion because it was at some lame place in some lame part of the city. So we decided that we would just have our own small high school reunion at a local bar and basically hung out with all of my friends who I had hung out with the weekend before. So I guess it wasn't really a high school reunion after all. One time we hosted a family reunion next to a refinery at the refinery swimming pool. And it was right next to a train track. So in addition to being in close distance to the chemicals and an active train site, we just had a really good time, you know. And one of the things I remember most about the family reunions is that one of my aunts made a really good dessert. So that was a real motivating factor to attend. And, of course, the refinery proximity, where you can breathe in all the good air. I'll tell you the same thing I told the guy from Rolling Stone. The only reason I joined Raging Eagle was to make money. That's it. The only reason I left Raging Eagle is because I thought I could make more money doing a solo project. That's it. I'm in, I'm a, I do rock and roll to make money and get strange on tour. That's it. And when people say, would you ever do a reunion with Raging Eagle? Absolutely, I'd do a reunion with Raging Eagle. You, if the price is right, throw me enough money, I'll do, I'll do anything. 
I grew up going to Jewish sleepaway camp reunions throughout the year, like seeing all our friends that we'd like kind of like rage and have fun with and, you know, hook up with and everything. We'd all like meet up throughout the year and hang out. And the camp would also put on these like organized reunions, which also just ended up being just really fun excuses to get crazy with like your teenage friends. I didn't have a close family growing up. We were close in that we shared a roof, but we were not emotionally close. I think it would have been considered taboo to share um, feelings with each other. I think my parents would have been like, okay, that's gross. Can you not do that at the dinner table? That's my immediate family. Extended family I know so little about. And I think it's a real shame. I don't know how to form connections with them now as an adult just seems like such a contrivance to reach out to them at this point i guess this sort of thing is like a pendulum and with with generations like one generation may act this way and then the children from that generation want the exact opposite with their families if i had a family i think i would want to be really close and tight-knit and have family reunions and know everybody's names and like have the black sheep in the family that you still love anyway. Like, did you hear about Troy? He got arrested. Again? Yeah. Oh, Troy. And go visit him in jail. He shows up at the family reunion. He's never has his sleeves on. And he's always late. He's always got some new girlfriend. Like, that sounds kind of sweet. One can dream... You know how when people do stunts, uh, a lot of times they provide a disclaimer, don't try this at home? Well, this is a don't try this at your family reunion disclaimer. My friend um, knew somebody who went home to a family reunion and it was at a park and they were there early and kind of just, you know, cruising the park and ended up hooking up with somebody at the park. And then they went to the family reunion and found out that the person they hooked up with was their cousin. So don't try that at home or at the park. I bet we have a diverse audience here, so I thought I'd school the coastal people on what a Midwest family reunion might look like. My mom is one of 12 kids in her family, and her mom is one of 13 kids. So when all of those numbers of families got together in Minnesota every few years, we'd have a whole lot of leaves on the family tree. Last one I went to, some of the fun included tractor rides, corn shucking speed contests with ribbons for the winners, which had the added benefit of having all your corn shucked for dinner that night, fried onion sandwiches, which was about 100 pounds of onions chopped up and fried in butter and put on buns to eat, and snipe hunts, which is an imaginary creature that you hunt in the dark with empty lunch sacks. And when you catch one and you open up your bag to see what it is, it ends up being a knot of licorice. My artistic additions included an eight-foot painting of the famous American Gothic with the farmer and his wife, but you could stick your head in instead. And since there are so many people, I made about six sunflowers on the sides that could have the center pop out and also be people's heads. So as you can imagine, that was quite the photo opportunity. And face painting for all ages. I remember painting little tiny babies that were five months old all the way up to my grandparents' faces and realizing how wrinkly their faces were when the paint lodged in every nook and cranny. Now that they're gone, that photo I have of the two of them face painted together is still one of my favorites. There's a quote that says, 
It's a curious thought, but it's only when you see people looking ridiculous that you realize just how much you love them. To me, this is a bit what family reunions are all about. Being comfortably ridiculous with everyone that will forever be your family and realizing how much you love them. The word reunion, if we think of it as like reuniting with others, which it it is also about, but it's really like how you relate to others. So it really comes back to you. You're like reuniting with yourself by reuniting and relating to others. Lots of love to everyone who joined in to this episode. David at Barton Smart Trivia. Danielle in Ashburn, Virginia. Emily and Jay in Fruta, Colorado. Harper in Toronto. James in Eugene, Oregon. Kat in LA. Liz in Salt Lake City. Lori in the Inland Empire. Mia in Austin and Scott in San Jose. To be a part of a future episode, go to podcast.oneword.com. Until next time. Sup, brah? It's your boy, D-Nuts. I was calling because earlier this week I shared a TikTok with you. I was a soldier reuniting with his dog after serving in Iraq, and he comes home, and the dog jumps up into his arms and starts licking his face. The whole thing is set to an Ed Sheeran song, and it's touching as fuck. And you didn't like it, or you didn't comment on it, or maybe you liked it, but you hit it one too many times, so I'm like, anyway, I'm going to send it to you again. So look out for that in your DMs. Also, Tad's Tacoma broke down. He's going to let us beat the shit out of the golf clubs.